I am recording this podcast about my journey as an adopted mother who has endured trauma, turmoil, and pain in the journey to help my youngest daughter, Mercy. I often reflect on the fact that my adopted daughter was placed in a confining cell in an out-of-state correctional facility due to her behavior. I am like many other parents, many other adoptive parents. I only wish to provide unconditional love, safety, security, hugs, and kisses. I thought this would be enough to save our child. I, like many other adoptive parents, thought that pretty dresses, fun toys, and fancy bows would make Mercy whole. I, like many other adoptive parents, wish that every child taken into our homes and given full full bellies of food would be changed for the better. Unfortunately, years of neglect, abuse, and facing an unjust system prior to the entrance of our new world as her new family would erupt the very fabric of Mercy's DNA. This caused her to change before our very eyes. My life was changed. My family was changed. Our entire structure as a family unit would be compromised. There are people who benefit from our pain, and it would come from the highest level of child welfare institutions. They proclaim to be looking into the best interest of our child and many others, but all while they're collecting these young bodies as numbers. They're actually just pieces of paper in a file drawer. This is our story. This is the story of Mercy Jones. I am Janelle Jones, and thank you for listening. Shattered Introduction A home is a place where a person feels wanted, needed, and cared for. Something I have longed for my entire life. It has always been the ideal safe place, filled with love and support for freedom of expression. The idea of home is what I have dedicated my life to build. Could it have been because I have not had a home-like experience while growing up? Could it have been that I lacked the support and love I needed to grow into my own? The immediate answers were not easily found, but I vowed to create an environment that was different than my previous experiences. My childhood was not an ideal one, but it was not always that way. Early on, I saw stellar examples of traditional male and female roles within a household. My father worked, my mother was available, and we, children, 
were happy. Soon the walls would reverse, and I would question the identity of a family due to various incidents. My father would no longer be able to provide for my siblings and I like he should have because of his need to fill his addiction. My mother would work 80-hour weeks to make ends meet and supply our basic needs. There would now be an imbalance. As an adult, I wanted to create a home structure of my imagination for others because I knew that there was more to a house than construction. There were elements that could not be nailed and painted. It was more than concrete that was poured between pillars. And if I can be transparent, I can admit that I am still building the residence of my dreams daily. My home changes as more people are added and subtracted from my life. Today, my home consists of my husband, Harry, my three biological children, my two adoptive children, my beautiful stepdaughter, and my nephew. I am Janelle Jones, the creator of my strong, inclusive, African-American and Christian home. I have a huge family, and everyone in my family, whether I birth them physically or not, is wanted, is needed, and is cared for. I am willing to sacrifice anything for my family, and I strongly believe that raising children is what God has empowered me to do. When my children were younger, I stayed with them and ran an in-home child care center. I've watched and cared for other children in the Valley for working parents. It would not be until my youngest daughter, Cherie, went to kindergarten that I would purchase my first childcare center. Over the years, I have owned and operated way more than five. Preschool, giving me more experience with dealing with children than the average human being. Our property, a 4,300 square foot home with four bedrooms and two and a half baths, was a, with a huge driveway and a giant backyard is in Arizona. It's filled with cars at any given time. These vehicles can belong to family members, nannies, housekeepers, caretakers, landscapers, therapists, tutors, etc. Any and all people who visit our home for distinct reasons. During the weekends, our extended family and friends and coworkers make this space lively and fun. My children are known for bringing friends over just to hang out. And who would not want to come? The pantries are always filled. There's always somebody to talk to, plenty of toys and games to play, and lots of books and entertainment. The patriarch of our family is my husband, Harry. He's a military veteran who comes from a large family himself. We both work to provide and accommodate the lifestyle we have acquired and assist family to overcome challenging times. We are always there for our extended family and church family. And it's our goal that our children grow with values instilled in love, gratitude, and respect. 
and that they become independent, strong, and hardworking individuals. But sometimes we don't meet our goals. Sometimes we sacrifice and plan not knowing that eruptions are impeding in the near distant future. You cannot plan for it, but you must bear down and take it. This story is about my journey as an adopted parent to Mercy, my second adoptive child, and how she became an intricate part of our family dynamics. This story is about the changes and challenges her presence and most recent absence have brought into our home. This story is about the dysfunctions within the adoption system and how laws and healthcare have changed our lives forever. It is a story that is filled with raw emotion, disturbing and traumatic experiences. It is a true story written from first-hand account and experience. The identities of my children are protected, but the realness remains. I hope as you read the content, you will see the truth. You will hear the cry, and you will join in our quest for justice. This is the story of mercy. I ask you, that you join the movement for mercy. I ask you that you join this movement not only for mercy, but for all the other adoptive children that are being affected. I ask you that you don't forget, that you don't become short-sighted. I ask you to know that we're a real family and that there are tons of families like this that have been affected in the same way. I ask you that you make sure that Mercy and the children just like her are no longer pieces of paper in a file cabinet. Thank you for listening.